Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 154. The industry is a changing. I'm your host tonight, Barry, because Steve is actually unavailable to join us tonight. Uh, but I am joined by Greg. Hi, everyone. Unfortunately, we have to miss Steve tonight, but so that means we can crank up all the cuss words tonight, too. So. Ah, yes. Yes, this is the cursing edition of the podcast. Um, I'm sure he's going to love that as he listens and go, what? What are you guys doing without me there? Uh, but no, um, for all of you that are new to this uh, Nintendo Fuse podcast, uh, we like to hear from you. So you can go ahead and in the chat right now as it's live, you can go ahead and add your commentary. We will read from the chat. Um, also, remember to subscribe for more podcasts like this. You can hit the bell to be notified. Uh, on top of all our other videos, we have industry talks, we've got game chats, we've got a live gameplay, we've got a ton of content. So please subscribe. And uh, if you want, you can actually write in to us, give us questions at podcast at nintendofuse.com. Uh, we'd love to hear your questions. Uh, you can do video ones, make sure they're short. Otherwise, um, written ones are fine. And uh, so let's just start off with what have you been doing lately, Greg? What's new in life? What Anything you've been playing? or? Well, I've still been going at it for Crash Bandicoot. It's a lot harder than I would have thought because it feels like it's supposed to be like a more of a kid's game, but I'm getting more of a Dark Soul feel to it. So even though I've never played Dark Souls, it just seems like it's been very frustratingly difficult for me at least. It's like you lose all four of your lives and all of a sudden you got to start the whole level over again. And anything you touch kills you, miss a jump kills you. It's <laughs> very quick and at times it doesn't seem very uh, forgiving. But No, it certainly isn't. And then I've also still been continuing my quest through Hollow Knight. I'm getting very close to finally beating it. I'm at about 80% completion because I unlocked the thing that tells you how much you've completed in the game. So uh, that's very exciting to have that be coming up to a close very soon as well. But that's about it as I wait for my birthday to get uh, um, Octopath Traveler and uh, Mario Tennis Aces. Nice. Nice. Good choices. Yeah, uh, life, life has certainly been... Throwing me a, a not so bone uh, at all. Um, for those of you regular to the podcast, will notice I have a different surrounding. Uh, that's because I'm actually at the in-laws uh, because unfortunately my wife's uh, mother passed away. So impromptu trip down to the in-laws to be there. Uh, but I said I, I still gotta gotta be here for you guys. Uh, so here I am uh, without Steve. So I, I'm, I'm you know here for our listeners. And uh, when I've been gaming, I've still been doing Octopath. Um, I'm over halfway done with the main stories. I just started the chapter threes. I'm over 35 hours in, maybe 37 hours in or something like that. Uh, it's a ton of fun. I am in love with this game. This is amazing. And uh, I did bring some other games for me to play. I want to try to do the uh, Mario and Donkey Kong, uh, the Donkey Kong uh, DLC for Mario and Rabbids. I brought Captain Toad. Which hopefully I get around to just replaying that, and uh, and I brought snipper clips. So if, if my wife needs a break, uh, try that. Because Steve raves about it. He so sure I, does. <laughs> he always raves. So I figured, why not? If if, if we get the chance, I'll, I'll get to play that. But it's all uh, it all depends on on life. 
uh, which certainly every day throws a nice, wonderful curveball. Uh, but yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna keep rolling with this. Um, any recent releases you're excited about playing, Greg? Anything that you're like, oh man, you know, maybe I want this for my birthday as well. Well, I do definitely want uh, Mega Man X Collection. Um, I've kind of heard that the second set isn't quite worth it, though, so I'm unsure if I should get that one or not. I really want to get it to have all of them, but it doesn't sound like the later half of the series is very good. Um, it is, and that's, I thank you for. I forgot about that. I did play some of the Mega Man X Legacy Collection. <laughs> um, I did the X Challenge uh, in Legacy Collection One because I really wanted to do that. I did it on the easiest difficulty because it's brutal, but. Uh, it was a lot of fun to go through, and now I actually started playing uh, X3 again. Uh, but I actually I did that on PS4 because Octopath has occupied my uh, my Switch. So I and that and I'm mad that the Switch version does not have both physical. I still got it, but I'm mad about that. Mm. So I uh, I've been doing the PS4. Um, as for your your thing, the second half is the weaker half. There's no question. X5 is okay. X6 is pretty terrible. X7 is even worse. And X8 is, is actually the redeeming one of the package. But but if you, you haven't played them before, they're worth playing through at least once, at least attempting. But, yeah, the first one is by far X1, 2, 3, and 4 are the best four in the series, in my opinion. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've never played 4, 5, 6, and 7, and 8. So I think I had rented 3. I didn't get very far. I don't think I did too well in that. But I know I did beat 1 and 2 for sure. Yeah, I'm actually doing like, it. started three, and I forgot how difficult it was. Um, but I'm doing it in a sense that I'm not cheating. Like, I'm not looking up, here's the order that you can do it in, you know? Like, even though I've done it before, it's been so long that I'm kind of doing it fresh. Yeah. And and that's the way I want to do it. Yeah, the first but, one, it, I definitely remember all the, the correct order and everything. But the second one, I couldn't even tell you anything about. I couldn't even tell you any of the Mavericks names. Oh, man. Or bubble crab and flame stag and overdrive ostrich and wheel gator they all, no love for them i mean they, they'll, all, they'll all sound familiar and look familiar when i like fire up like once i get the game and play it but until then i couldn't tell you it's like i said i couldn't even tell you the names because ah, well i didn't play two as much as i played one well, uh, you should. Uh, I mean, one is the better game, um, but still, you should. Uh, you should get it. You should de- definitely get it. And you know what? If you get the physical, you get them both. So, or you can get them both digitally. Well, yeah, I think you, for physical, you just pay forty, and then they give you both of them. And digitally, yeah. I think you just pay twenty and twenty. You can opt to just buy the first one or just buy the second one, or pay them forty and get both of them. <laughs> Except if you have a discount, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, you can get the physical cheaper that way, which would be better. Then you only get half physical, though. But that's Capcom. Capcom size. Uh, any other releases? Not that I'm keeping my eye out for. So, yeah, just Octopath Traveler. I wish I can't wait to play that, but still got another, like, two, three weeks. So, A game that's coming out tomorrow that I'm really excited about is Coda Princess X. And I got the original on the 3DS. I never played it. And I've heard some mixed things. But they're like, oh, here's the new one, updated everything. And I'm really excited to play it. And what I mean by that is I've got it. It's actually being shipped to the house. I'm probably not going to touch it for a year because of backlog. But I am excited to finally play it when I get around to it. 
I did remember that on 3DS. I had tried to get a review copy, but we didn't get one. So uh, the 3DS one had some issues, but I mean, if you're yeah. interested in it, uh, the the Switch version, which comes out tomorrow, has updates. So that that's the version mm-hmm. I would get. All right, let's move into some of our news. There, it it hasn't been the biggest week. Uh, the, the past two weeks. There hasn't been any mind-blowing news or anything like that, but there have been a few things. And to start us off, um, there was some news announced for Fire Emblem Heroes. And, uh, Greg, I know you were obsessed with that game. And uh, why don't you go over what they announced for Fire Emblem Heroes? Sure, Well, So, um, yeah, I still play Fire Emblem Heroes every single day. Got to get those login bonuses and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, they had a Fate channel, just the other day i think it was like a, a few days after our last podcast so basically some the biggest part of the thing is that there's gonna be a new version update to be released in early august so within the next week or so or week and a half and it's going to have a bunch of new content with it um along with some content that's already available now one of the main things that they're doing is that the es- the Esker trio, like Alphonse, Sharina, and Anna, are getting um, their weapons to be refined to be stronger. Alphonse's gets like a brazen attack defense ability, which gives it plus seven if he's um, below 80% of his HP. Sharina gets like a bonding ability with speed and defense, plus five to each when she's next to an ally. And then Anna just continues her use her teleportation powers and can teleport to a nearby alley when she's over 50%. And then she can herself can move to any other ally when she's below 50%. So basically she's uh, super speedy and can appear anywhere on the battlefield or disappear. So that was kind of some exciting news for the original three characters in the game barry have you even dived dove into that any of the refinery stuff at all honestly i have not even booted up the game in, in so long there's just been been no time and you know especially right now because i've been doing octopath portable so like when i go to bed at night i'm relaxed i'm like hmm do i want to play fire emblem heroes or do i want to octopath and sure enough i'm playing octopath um it's just too good yeah that's understood. I just didn't know this is <laughs> available for quite a number of the other heroes from an earlier update. Um, and some other ex- exciting news, they're celebrating their year and a half anniversary. They're going to be doing like a summoning blitz. They'll have 15 different banners that will be over 15 different days, each one lasting for a day. And it's a bunch of the popular banners from last year like the heroes with advantage heroes with like certain skills heroes with this and a bunch of uh free summons for everybody so that's also pretty exciting there too in case you're looking for certain heroes or you just want to get a free hero every single day because you get a free summon on every banner Let's see, some of the other things are doing some quality of life updates where you can gain some SP and experience and stuff from the rival domains maps and the Grand Conquests. 
You can also, they're also going to allow you to increase the speed in the tap tap battle. That's very fun there too. That's a, uh, for anyone that likes those uh, musical games, that's basically what it is. You can just tap along to the music, destroying enemies. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's some of the main stuff coming and there's even more changes and stuff that I didn't even talk about because I thought that was the bigger stuff there. So right it's, now, you know, it's good, you yeah. know, it's good that they're updating so much. Yeah. They've been doing one about a month or every other month or so. So it's been very constant that they're providing updates with new characters and stuff. So like right now they have like the wall heart. Uh, grand hero battle he's from fire emblem awakening so you can defeat him and he'll become your ally and stuff so yeah there's definitely lots of content that keeps coming in and out of the game and gives you plenty to do it's it's interesting too because you know nintendo's been very quiet on the mobile front this year we know mario kart tour is coming we don't know when they haven't said anything other than announcing it now that i believe was last year and uh it's nice to see Fire Emblem Heroes getting the treatment, the update treatment, uh, especially with Fire Emblem Three Houses being delayed until next year. Yep. And one last thing on the game is uh, they have their legendary banner launching tomorrow featuring Lucina. So she's the latest hero to join the legendary crew. So Nice. And also gives you an opportunity to pull some of the old uh, seasonal units and some of the other really powerful units. So if you have some orbs to spend, it'd be a good time to spend some. Yeah, I blew all my orbs in one of the promotions, and I just haven't been logging in to get any back. Uh, I've been terrible at that game. Uh, but speaking of updates, out of nowhere, a game that we thought was done, we thought, this is it. There's no more updates coming to this game. We have the deluxe version of the game. I uh, got an update. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe gets a free update where you can now do Breath of the Wild Champion Link and the Master Cycle Zero, uh, which which came out of nowhere. That We did hear that there was new content coming from Mario Kart 8, and we all assume new DLC packs. It, is this what they was talking about, or, or is this just the tip of the iceberg? Greg, what do, you, what do you think of this? It might be just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, it's really nice that they're honoring, like, kind of, going back to the master cycle because like in mario kart 8 like you had like the master cycle or whatever some version of it and then it kind of inspired breath of the wild to put the cycle like make it canon into the game and then now they're like updating mario kart 8 to reflect probably the latest design that they used in breath of the wild so i think that's really cool that they're doing something like that and it'd be nice if they had some other free updates and i would also welcome any paid updates for additional courses and characters and stuff like that too. So. See, I'm, I'm at a fence on this. I mean, it's nice. And uh, yeah, the paraglider is all that is, is there. And I think it's a cool little update, but if you ask me if I would rather have more Mario Kart 8 deluxe update or Mario Kart nine, I'd rather have Mario Kart nine at this point. And yeah, I'm wondering, awesome I'm wondering if the team that did this, is this the same team going to be working on Mario Kart nine? Like, are they taking development? away from nine uh for this or is this just like hey we could assign this to a small little team it won't affect mario kart nine this is just extra padding uh because i give it away for free so i don't think it costs that much development uh resources uh so it's, it's interesting to see 
Uh, now, I, my hope is that nine does come out, includes all brand new stuff, and all the tracks from Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Like, just add on to it. Like, yeah, I mean, I know a number of people that wish they keep would doing that instead of just, oh, here's only 16 new courses, and that's it. It's like, yeah. like oh, and we, we remade another 16 courses from our past as well. So, it would yeah, I, I wanted to just keep using it as a template and update. Yeah, I mean, it would be really nice if they could do that, but I mean, I don't know how much, how big in size like the courses are in terms of like megabytes and gigabytes and stuff. So, I don't they're know Nintendo. If, they can do yeah. it. Yeah, they can use that magic compressor and get it mm -hmm. all fit on a standard card. Yeah. Or, or they can use one of those one terabyte game cards and put the game on there. <laughs> Man, they need to bring those out. Uh, speaking of new, you know, versus. The DLC versus new. Uh, a couple new games were announced for the Switch. Um, Digimon Survive, The Blob 2, uh, Taku no Tatsujin, Drum and Fun, and uh, Lego Harry Potter 1 to 7 were, were four that really caught my eye. Uh, have you looked into any of these games? Uh, have any of these caught your eye, Greg? Are they like, oh, wow, these are coming to the Switch? This is great. No, I haven't really been looking too much on the upcoming front. That Harry Potter one sounds kind of interesting, though. Like, it's like Probably like all seven of the GameCube games or PS2 games, so like all merged together. They they put them out on the PS4 in a collection, the two Lego Potter games together. Uh, so I believe this is a port of the PS4 version. Uh, okay. To the Switch. Yeah. My guess is that it's going to be one to four on the cart with a downloadable five to seven, just to piss me off. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably what it is. What about the other games? Yeah, I haven't really followed too much of like the blob. I don't know if I really heard too much about that one, and I don't think I can't remember the other ones that you listed off because <laughs> I wasn't um, games I've been looking forward to. Or yeah, the, the blob two is a port of the 360 PS3 Wii game. Uh, we just got the blob one, so it, I you know uh, we actually did a game chat. It, it hasn't gone live as of the time of this recording, but uh, Mike and I uh, reviewed the blob. And uh, THQ sent us codes, and uh, I said during it, I said I'm I'm sure the Blob Two is around the corner, and sure enough, it is. I think it's August 28th. Uh, and honestly, like I'll be getting the physical version because I'm going for a full set. But I'm like, do I really want to request uh, uh, the review code on this? I wasn't a big fan of the Blob One, uh, so I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to review this. So I haven't put in a request yet. <laughs> Probably safer be that way <laughs> yeah like, the oh. other two the other two were digimon survive which is the latest oh. digimon game and yeah. uh taku no tetsujin drum and fun is a long time rhythm game series that's usually left in japan um but it's coming to america now in japan there is a switch controller that's a drum with little sticks that you could use um that is not coming here so you can import it i believe uh but instead, you can either play with the standard controller, or you can actually use the Joy-Cons uh, with motion and drum like that. Well, so, do you those? Yeah. <laughs> well, never haven't really been too much into rhythm games. Like I never really played like Rhythm Heaven or the other ones like that. Um, the Fire Emblem one at least has like a super easy mode, and it's like super slow on the screen. You're just like one button, and just like okay. <laughs> So the mobile game looks a lot easier for me, but I don't know if it's doing any justice to get me interested into that genre. But yeah, I'm not. 
I never really played Digimon, just like I haven't really played Pokemon or Dragon Ball Z, any of that stuff. I had stayed away from all that. <laughs> Man, Greg. Man, I tell you. Uh, Hats see, my back off. <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to do that because I, I'm, I'm behind on the Digimon games, too. Um, I'm just excited to see it. You know, it's more Bandai Namco support. And, uh, well, yeah, I'm always happy for more support. I mean, more games is better than no games. So I'm all for absolutely. any, pretty much any of these games that are coming. It's There's definitely it has to be an audience for some of it. Otherwise, they wouldn't be bringing it in the first place. So, yeah, I, I think uh, I think the fact that Taco no Tezujin is coming here is a big step um, because that's that series usually stays. Uh, in Japan, and and it seems rhythm games are doing really well on the Switch. I know Voa is uh, is coming over here as well, uh, which kind of I'm happy and upset about at the same time, only because I actually imported the uh, Asian English version uh, so that I could play it. And then they're like, oh, here's the American version. I'm like, oh, gee, thanks. Uh, now I have to get it again. But uh, yeah, it's it's good to see. I just hope more titles are announced uh, that are. A little more like un- unpredictable. Like Digimon was it was cool. Taco, I, I had a feeling. Lego Harry Potter is safe, and the Blob too. I I called beforehand. It it was very safe. So I want to see some more unexpected. Like like Panic Button. Like what are they? Like every all eyes are on Panic Button right now. Like what are they doing? Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, yeah. Arc and Pixar were announced to get physical releases too. That that I found surprisingly happy about. And you nice. must they're, they're getting the retail. Mutant Mud Collection. Yes, Mutant Mud's collection, which is great because uh, when that went to the PS4 and the Vita, I had to buy them separately. So it'd be nice to get them all together. But yeah, yeah. I, have a, yeah I have a collection on Wii U. That was that's a great set of games. So yeah, it's like you know, and that's that's that, that's one thing that's interesting about the industry right now. The industry, uh, and this leads into our main news thing, but the industry. Uh, indie, indie is very big right now, and it seems like while some people are clamoring, digital is the future, digital is the future. More and more of these indie titles, uh, smaller games, are getting physical releases. Besides companies like Limited Run and Super Rare Games and stuff like that, uh, you know, Nicholas has been bringing a bunch over, and, and like you just said, Mutant Mud's collection. Uh, we you didn't get a physical that was digital only, but here it is on the Switch, and it's getting a physical release. Um, so it's it's yeah. For me, that part's great. I'm happy about that. Um, but there is a downside to it, and that leads to our biggest news story, uh, unfortunately, um, for those of you like me that love physical games and love saving money. Uh, and that is uh, Amazon Europe is removing their pre-order discounts. Now, that's Amazon Europe. So if you're in America or you're in Asia and you're listening to this, you're like, oh, good, you know, Amazon's on, my Amazon's fine. Uh, I can tell you that as an Amazon U.S. customer for Prime, um, lately the games that are getting listed are not getting their 20% Prime discount. And I'm starting to question if they've silently swept that away because I know they changed it and made it like remasters and re-releases are no longer eligible. But I'm noticing that's not popping up on other titles, uh, which is a real shame. And on top of that, this is also devastating news. This was just announced today as of the recording, uh, July 30th. Um, Starting August 1st, as in two days from today, 
GameStop in the U.S. is removing their elite membership. Now, for those that don't know what the elite membership is, it's thirty dollars. That gets you a year. It gets you first of all, it gets you twenty percent off all used games. Uh, keep in mind the regular membership is not going away. The pro membership that's fifteen for a year. That's ten percent off. So this is thirty. It gets you twenty percent off. It gets you better credit for trade-ins. Anything you trade in, you get bonus credit. It gets you some other deals. Um, and that is going away. The good news is that you know about it right now, which means you have tomorrow, tomorrow as of time of recording, July 31st, to go to your GameStop and purchase as many years of Elite Pro that you want. And I'll be honest, I did two years right now and I'm debating doing a third um, because you can. You can stack them in different transactions. You can use your points if you've got GameStop points. Um, which is how I did it. I did it for free with GameStop points. Um, Greg, what are your thoughts on these? I know you're more digital, but still, what are your thoughts on these? It's definitely going to be very damaging to the physical thing. And I know like this day and age, everything feels like it's going a lot more digital. Books and music and everything is a lot more digital. But I feel like for games, there's still a very strong, like a good stronghold for people that really enjoy having the disc or cartridge, whatever the game format is but i just kind of see this at least for gamestop that it's kind of like approaching that level like toys of rust like how they're completely gone so i've been kind of i know a lot of people complain about gamestop and all their practices and how they try to sell you this and that and all this other stuff i think this is starting to be more even for the beginning towards the end because if they don't remove the bonus trade-in credit people are not going to want to trade in their games for even less money and they're certainly not going to want to be coming back to the store to buy like a full price game even if it's used so well they still have the pro they still have the pro which is the 10 percent. Yeah. you still you get discounts on trade-ins you just don't get as much of it yeah. or you're more a bonus i should say yeah, I mean, obviously anything that removes extra money in the hands of the consumer is where it's going to hurt them. So, I mean, I was a pro for a while and then eventually I stopped, stopped stopping, shopping at GameStop altogether. So didn't even have to renew it the last time. So, Really, and, why did you stop shopping at GameStop out of curiosity? Is it because you're just doing digital or you just don't yeah, like it? Was, it was just been more just doing digital. I mean... It wasn't anything about like the salesman or anything, but I mean, having a child, I mean, it's harder to say, oh, go, I'm going to go run to the store for half an hour and pick out a game and come home. It's like, oh, the baby's got to go to bed and like, oh, now it's GameStop's closed. And like, oh, shoot, well, I want a new game. Okay, lock into the Switch, purchase, done. It's like, got it. Well, see, one thing, one thing about the Elite Pro 20% is it stacks with other sales. So, for example, there's a sale right now and all games that are $10 or under, you can get four for 20. And with Elite Pro, you get 20% off of that. So you get four for 16. That's four dollars a game. Yeah, that's that's a really good deal. Yeah, sure is. I'm not, now, yeah, I don't really. That, I don't I was really say, is that something you would be, you want to go to? You know, yeah, is, there, hey, I mean, is that enough to say, let me go to the store and buy this? You know, even though it's physical, and I know you don't like physical as much. But you, you're not going to get digital games that cheap. It's not happening. Definitely. But, I mean, also, I don't know what games are the ones that are qualified to be for 2 for 10. Is any, it like, any, anything? anything and, <laughs> like, no. 
No. Um, for example, um, or like Mario Tennis uh, and the Octopath Traveler and X. No, Mega Man X anything, one and two. Anything, anything ten dollars or under. Uh, but Metroid Prime Hunters on the DS was one of the titles. I mean, it's a good title. Um, you know, a lot of the Sadesco games are, are, you know, down to ten dollars a piece. Those are really good quality games. And this is mix and match. This isn't just Switch. This isn't just 3DS. This is all platforms. And and that's just one deal. Every you know, and when they do like the buy two get one free used, the twenty percent stacks on that. So you could get Octopath and you can get Mario Tennis, twenty percent less, and then still get a free game. You're not going to get that digital. Would would the prospects of that convince you to say, let me go to GameStop tomorrow and maybe if I have points, get a, an Elite Pro or at least put down the thirty dollars uh, for for a year? I don't know. I'm, I haven't only been one to buy used games though. That's like the thing. I mean, I had Pro for a long time and even when i would go there it wasn't like to get a used game it was to like buy a game like on release and like oh i want to reserve i don't like super smash brothers ultimate then be like okay boom put the, whatever the five dollars down and go pick it up on the release day that's kind of how shopping more towards the new games and not really looking at this stuff that's used as much but well i mean used could be even a new game that's used I mean, you oh, think yeah. about this. If you put thirty dollars down, right, it takes you one hundred and fifty dollars that you would need to spend at GameStop to break even throughout the entire year. So yeah, if you I... buy three new games, you're already saving money, or or new games that just just go down to used price, like fifty five dollars. Well, yeah, but then it's also not having the game at on release day. But well, you're not going to find you, you look clearly. You're not going to find a used copy clearly of Smash Bros. Okay. Ultimate on the 7th. <laughs> okay, outside of Smash, but clearly you're okay with waiting because, I mean, Octopath Traveler's been out for, for, what, two weeks now, and and you're okay waiting. You could find used copies of Octopath Traveler right now and get 20% off. What's the difference between a new and a used copy at this point? Nothing. Somebody save files on it. <laughs> save files won't be there. Save files go to the system. Oh, save nice. files do not save on the Switch card. Alright. I didn't know about that, so <laughs> got me there. Well so there I mean, you go. I'm so, more so, fine waiting because it's not a time that I'm it's not like a game that I'm buying. So it's like I would have bought it, but it was just like I wanted to give them something to get me for for your birthday. birthday. Yeah. So you're you're asking for Octopath and you're asking for Mario Tennis for your birthday. Well now with the twenty percent off on those, you could actually get a third game for your birthday with about the same amount of money. Yeah, but I think they're already purchased and waiting for me to be open them. So I can't say you make like, this oh, so difficult, Greg. I can't say like, oh, return them on Amazon. Give me go to GameStop instead and buy the <laughs> Elite membership and get me a third game with it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm more upset more about the, the Prime because I use Prime. I've been a Prime member for years, and but it's. That would really stink if that goes away because I was starting to look into like like pre-ordering games that are like long off on using that. So, well, here's the thing. Um, I don't know if it's officially gone in the U.S. yet. I know there are certain titles. There are certain titles that do have it. Um, for example, I believe Smash Brothers has it. Uh, Yoshi has it. Um, WarioWare Gold, I believe, has it. That's coming out next week. Uh, which is a title I am looking forward to. I forgot about that. Um, so there are titles that do have the 20% off. So if you have Prime, that's the way to go. 
if you're getting the new title, especially on release date, and you can get the 20%, do it that way. Um, now, uh, otherwise, you know, you can, you could rack up used. I mean, I've gone to GameStop before and I've, I've left with like a stack of games. Like my, my family's like looked at me and go, holy shit, what the hell are you spending? Like, excuse my language there. There you go, Steve. Um, they're looking at there and they're like, you know, you're, that's a quote. It's okay. It's a quote. Um, saying, you know, like you're, you're, you're going to spend like a fortune and they ring it up and they're like, uh, $48. And they're looking at me like, how the heck did you just get like 25 games for 48 hours? And I'm like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> you know, like if you usually, don't shop GameStop, you could do well. And that's usually what you get for trading in at GameStop. You trade in 25 games to get like <laughs> I know, but I, I'm not talking trade in. I'm talking Yeah, I know. I was, I was just that's, – that's why I was making the funny connection because it's a lot of yeah. people say about GameStop is – Get like pennies on the dollar. <laughs> you can you can get some good scores at GameStop if you play it right. Um, keep in mind also this. Keep this in mind. The Elite Pro works online, and they do sell retro games. So if like, you're interested in like an N64 game or an NES game, you would still get the 20% off on those. And you could shop online, Greg. You could buy used games online. So you can actually go to GameStop.com and buy. Um, it is a way to save money. It is a way that is physical. And and do you feel that they're taking this away because Best Buy dropped GCU because Amazon Europe is now getting rid of theirs and possibly Amazon US? Uh, do you think they're like, oh, there's no need to go up to the twenty percent mark? We just did it to compete with the others, and the ten percent is fine. I certainly think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I don't know why they started to do this, but it certainly seems like oh, it's like they want to keep that extra bonus instead of offering it to the discount for the customers so i think uh i th i think that is a uh, definitely true uh, i also heard um that it's also because they gave too much away in trade um and they didn't receive enough purchases and again that's that's all speculation but they did do one recently it was like 70 percent bonus to trade in towards a used item so you know, if you had a game that they were, you know, giving $20 for and they're like, oh, well, we're going to sell it for $30. They practically gave you it for the same, you know, they practically gave you the same money that they're going to sell it for. Uh, it's pretty funny. So, yeah, I mean, it was probably also it could have been one of those things to get more people into. But, yeah, that's why I think it, it's definitely going to hurt GameStop more because I don't think people's stop shopping at Amazon if they are cutting their discount, but I think with GameStop trying to remove some of their perks and stuff and discounts, I think that's where it can hurt them more than it would hurt Amazon. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's an interesting topic. Um, I'm curious uh, what you guys you guys think. Uh, Gamerboy0100 said that he only shops in GameStop uh, maybe twice a year because he doesn't have any GameStops in his town. And that's that's another point. GameStops have been closing a lot of shops. My area, uh, they closed a couple. But my area is kind of weird because we had like 50 GameStops in a five-mile radius. And uh, so closing some was more like consolidating. Uh, and that's, that sucks. You know, if you live in an area where you do have to go uh, a couple 
a couple, you know, miles or a couple, you know, a couple hours. Uh, Gamer Boy says he has to go a couple hours to another town to buy a game. Uh, that's rough. And, and I'm sorry uh, to hear that. That is rough. But at least there's online. Uh, you know, it, online makes that, I guess, easier. And, uh, I, well, yeah, you know, I mean, even if he's only stopping in there like once a year, you can still buy the elite membership and use it online. So, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah. Exactly. Um, if you, if you, like I said, if you purchase, and this is for anybody who is interested, I'm trying to help you guys save money because I, I certainly have saved money through GameStop. Um, and this ends in a short time. Uh, if you spend 150 a year on used products, you break even. If you spend any more than that, any amount more, you come out ahead. So if you're not, if you don't buy like two games a year, it's totally not worth it. That's what I was saying. Last time I bought pros, I got zero used games. So it's like I gave them the money. <laughs> That's what they're hoping for. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why uh, they you played you. right into their trap. <laughs> That's why they ask you on like every purchase, like, "Oh, <laughs> you want to sign up to be a member?" <laughs> like, well, actually, oh, they got a uh, you know set retails. Um. All right. So, Greg, um, what upcoming releases are you excited about? I mentioned WarioWare uh, Gold, which is next week, and Coda Princess EX, which is coming out tomorrow on two games I'm excited for. Uh, what about you, Greg? I was kind of initially excited for WarioWare, but I don't know if I'm actually going to end up getting it. That's the thing. Because I did like all the WarioWare games, and especially the most more recent ones. Like, I love the DIY for DS, and the one for Wii was awesome as well. But I didn't... Smooth moves. Yeah. I didn't really care for the game in Wario. I think I got it, but I don't even think I played it. But well, that was like more of a spinoff. Um, it's part of the same series. And the gamer, here's here's an interesting tidbit. I don't know if you saw this. The gamer aspect of that, where you're playing uh, Nine Volt, I think it is, and you know his mom is coming in, and you got to put the the Wii you know the Wii Pro controller down or the game pad down, uh, mm -hmm. so you don't get caught, kind of deal. Uh, that that they made the Smash Brothers level on. Um, there was one unique thing about that level is if you looked in his room, there was a Virtual Boy. And obviously, Virtual Boy is notorious as the Nintendo's biggest failure. Now that mode returns in WarioWare Gold, except the Virtual Boy is gone, and it's a Wii U in in its place. It's almost like Nintendo saying, "This is our most recent failure." Now is the Wii U. What do you think of that? That unfortunately sounds like it's accurate <laughs> because I know Nintendo was kind of eager to push the Wii U under the rug as soon as like the Switch was ready to take off so i mean a lot of people obviously are in agreement with it because it was just like oh it was just all the <clears throat> used to the like garbage that they had to deal with and no releases and everything's getting delayed and then everything's going multi-platform was supposed to be exclusive and all that negative news certainly did not help the wii u one bit so I absolutely love the console. It's one of my personal favorites, but I know quite a lot. I'm very in, much in the minority with that opinion, though. Yeah, I, well, I, we're not in the minority. A lot of people who got the Wii U really enjoyed the Wii U. The problem is not a lot of people got the Wii U. I loved it personally myself. Yep. I definitely logged tons of hours into it, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, any other games besides WarioWare? Let's see. I was bringing that up i was 
try and do a nice uh, segue over that as I was browsing over the list really quick here. Um, there was a game that kind of remind that kind of looked like it was was in that black and white like hand drawn style. Like the state of anarchy, master of mayhem, kind of looks reminded me a lot of uh, Mad World. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that one looks pretty interesting just being all black and white and no color west of loathing did that yeah west of loathing yeah that's what i was thinking the west of loathing ah okay let's see and then there's also what was it oh yeah and okami hd oh yeah that's know. coming out i did not know it was gonna be twenty dollars that's might be pick up a purchase for me that's on August 9th, so I think that's before the next podcast. That is before the next podcast, you're right. Yes, yeah. See, see, that's a title I want to pick up so badly, but because it's not physical, I won't be purchasing it. I can't guarantee my wife, when she gets her Switch, might not download and purchase that, but I will not be doing it until it's a physical. Yeah, I, I played the Wii version. It was a lot of fun. I never had finished it, though, so it would be kind of nice to play it again and give it the time it deserves uh, that's a big one that's a big one and any others or is that it that was it unless you can okay all uh, right so if you've been watching our podcast you know two weeks ago <coughs> two weeks ago two episodes ago listen to me uh we started a contest uh for an event that's happening in new york city called play nyc 2018 um, if you don't know what that is, Play NYC is a four-story event. <coughs> Excuse me. It's a ton of different uh, venues of indie developers with some more AAA stuff. And it's pretty much developers on the floor showing you their game, letting you play the game, letting you talk about the game. And they really want to, you know, give you a taste of what they have. These are people who are passionate about the product. These are people not doing it necessarily for the money, but just for the love of the game. And it's a really cool event. I got to go last year. Uh, you get a ton of experience playing all these games. You know, you can find games you didn't even know existed. A lot of these developers are willing to either give you the game as well. Like sometimes they'll be like, here, you liked it, enjoy the game, it's free. Uh, sometimes they'll give you discounts or they'll say sign up for notifications. And if you signed up from Play NYC, they'll give you discounts when it comes out. Uh, it's a really cool event. And the CEO of Playcrafting, which is the company that puts it on, uh, Dan Butchko, he is a great guy. Uh, I did get to talk with him last year, and I got to talk with him this year. Uh, so if you are interested in all that Play NYC has to offer, you can go to play-nyc.com. You could also go to our YouTube channel, right? This very channel you're on, and you could watch our industry talk, where I sit down and talk with Dan, and we go over all the cool stuff that's happening to Play NYC. And he was nice enough to give us a few tickets uh, that we can give out to our fellow listeners. These ones are Dev Pro Pass tickets. What they are is it's a Saturday, Sunday ticket. It also gets you into the panels. Uh, really cool. It's about a $75 value. Uh, so we did a contest. Uh, we put out a page uh, to draw some winners. And last podcast episode, we actually drew three winners. 
and uh, may have been notified. So this time we also did another contest. We said, here we go again. We're going to have some more tickets. Uh, we have two more tickets to give away. Uh, so I do want to uh, announce those two winners now for the, this is a Dev Pro Pass winner. Um, the first winner is Jared Krinsky. Um, so congratulations, Jared. I will be in touch with you. And the second one is Julio Chavez. Um, both of you, congratulations. You guys got Dev Pro Pass uh, tickets. Um, remember, this is August 11th to 12th. It's Saturday, Sunday um, this year. Uh, it is in the Hammerstein Ballroom right across the street from Penn Station in Manhattan. Very easy location to get to. Uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. Now, there was a runner-up. There was one runner-up <coughs> that I do want to, you know, we did three last year week. You know, this week we only had two. But I do want to announce the runner-up. That is Alexandria Gallego. Um, what I'm going to do for you is I am going to uh, get you a day pass. It's I can't get another Dev Pro, unfortunately. But I want to thank you for entering the contest. I'm going to get you a day pass. Uh, you, you'll get to pick if you want Saturday or Sunday to go. Uh, you won't be able to go to the panels, but you'll still be able to experience uh, Play NYC. And uh, I want you to go for Nintendo Fuse. I want you to be happy uh, that you, you know, we want to honor our fellow listeners. Now, I also want to say that I am planned to be there. Um, I, I plan to be back uh, from the in-laws by then. Uh, hopefully I am. If I'm there, I'm going to be sporting our Nintendo Fuse t-shirt. Uh, please come by and see me. Uh, say hi, you know, say that you won the contest. I'd love to talk to our winners. If you didn't win, if you decided you didn't want to enter, but you do decide to go anyways, please also come see me. And if you show up in a Nintendo Views t-shirt, uh, which you can purchase uh, on our webpage, um, and you see me, uh, we're going to get something for you. Um, we're going to have something to give you. Um, so, you know, if you want to support us by giving us a t-shirt, we're going to give back to, back to you guys. So, um, that's cool. Congratulations to the winners, and thank you for everybody that entered. Um, I love being able to do this to give back to the, our community, to give back to our fellow listeners. And uh, you guys keep us going. So the more you keep us going, the more we want to be able to bring you cool stuff like this. And I know, Greg, you're not going to be able to make it because you're not here. And you should be. You should be. I, I say here. I'm not <laughs> even there right now. Um, <laughs> but you you should be. And hopefully next year we can get you, uh, get you out there to play NYC because it's a great event. Yeah, that'd be really nice. It'd be nice to see that sometime. Yep. Start planning because they already have the dates. Uh, in fact, they're so confident in this. Uh, Play NYC 2019 and 2020 will all be held at the Hammerstein Ballroom. The books are the, the dates are booked, so it's it's happening. Um, and I hope to talk to Dan next year. Uh, and who knows, maybe we'll get some more tickets to give out. But until then, let's focus on 2018. And uh, if you go, if you go. Uh, if you don't see me or anything, I want you to let us know. I want you to put in the comments of Nintendo Fuse. I want you to write to us, podcast at NintendoFuse.com, and let us know that you went and what you thought. Because um, I'd love to read those on our next podcast. Because our next podcast will actually be after Play NYC. It will, it will be uh, August was it 13th. August 13th. It will be after Play NYC. So we'll be able to talk about Play NYC uh, then. So I'd love to have your, your comments. Uh, to go along with that. Yeah, that would definitely be great. Uh, now, uh, remember that this was an interactive podcast. Um, so if you do want to send any questions uh, for us, uh, please go into podcast at nintendofuse.com. Uh, let us know. Let us know. Let us know if you thought, you know, anything. Even if you have a question about Play NYC or about any other events, if you want to see us go to other events 
we cover other events, let us know. Anything you want to say, uh, please feel free to email us. Also, remember that we're on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook, um, Nintendo Fuse. Look us up. Follow us. Um, we, we post all our articles there. Uh, and then we, we also read messages. So if you want to you know, tweet to us or anything, we, we would love to get back to you. We will answer everybody we can. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in and joining us for another episode of Nintendo Fuse Podcast. I know this one was a little different, uh, Steve, not being here and me being out of setting, uh, but we did want to bring you our regularly scheduled podcast uh, for our loyal listeners. And we did want to get that announcement out there for the for the uh, Play NYC winners. Uh, Greg, any final thoughts before we end this? No, I think we had a really good podcast, unless we wanted to go talking to that uh... – <laughs> What Gamer Roy was saying about that N64 Classic edition really quick. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, let's talk about that. The N64 Classic, uh, Gamer Boy 0101, uh, 0100, sorry, in the, uh, in the comments asked if we knew when it was coming. What are your thoughts? Well, if they're following tradition, then I think we'll definitely should see an announcement in the next month or so to say, like, oh, guess what? In November, whatever, like, <laughs> That second week of November, you can go out to your favorite brick and mortar store and get the Nintendo 64 Classic Edition, with that has two or four controllers and has <laughs> 20 games on it for 100 bucks. I mean, <laughs> that would be really great. But yeah, lots of games I'd like to see on there, and a number of them wouldn't appear because of all the copyright uh, problems with the quite a number of them. So I don't know, you know. If you asked me in the beginning of the year, we might have, uh, you have to go back in previous podcasts, I would have said it's coming this year. I don't think it is this year. I think with the NES coming back uh, and the Super NES still out there, I don't think it's coming this year. I really think they're focusing on Smash and Pokemon. I think next year, especially in the summer, I think it'll be there in the summer uh, or maybe maybe fall. I would think it would have been announced by now. And I could be completely wrong. They could announce it tomorrow. I know there was a trademark, but, you know, as of now, if it comes, it's going to be holiday. But they already have a lot on holiday, and they want they want to aim for, what, 20 million switches this year? That's That could eat away into that 20 million. True, but it's always a cool stocking stuffer, though. <laughs> it's, it's so, you know what else is a cool stocking stuffer? A Switch <laughs> or several Switch games. Well, the games are more stuff or not the console. <laughs> I know it could fit in there. Depends but on how big it, your stocking is. <laughs> and how rich your parents are. <laughs> and you know what? All those are factors. But we also don't know what they're, if they're going to do any Black Friday deals. So there, there, there have already been some Switch deals. I know Best Buy had one where it was like 340 and you get a Labo kit. Uh, oh, yeah. We, you know, we could talk about that, too. I forgot all about that. Let's, let's talk briefly. The Labo had a vehicle kit number three was announced. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it was like an airplane, a sub, and the car. What are your thoughts on it? It definitely sounds really intriguing. Um, I still haven't gotten any of the Labo kits yet, but it definitely was very interesting that the way they were doing it that way because you can obviously turn into like a mini racing type game with like a friend and whatever with a child. I mean, it seems like it'd be a lot more fun than some of the other ideas they've had for like the variety pack and like the robot thing so 
I thought that definitely sounded neater than those. So I haven't really looked at what they will look like when you finish making them, but it did sound really neat. I think how you're going to be able to go between like a sub and like an airplane, kind of like you were playing Diddy Kong Racing type thing. Yeah, it looks like uh, Pilot Wings and Wii Sports Resort flying. Uh, had a baby, you know, a love child. Um, honestly, I saw the video and I immediately was like, not only am I getting it, but I'm probably going to get a second version of this for my for my 75 year old dad, not for a kid. My dad loves the like the Wii Sports Flying and Wii Sports Resort. Like he played that thing for God like hundreds of hours because it was just relaxing. He enjoyed it, and I think this is right up his alley. So I'm thinking, you know, Christmas I might get a mask for for Christmas, which is funny because it's for kids or kids at heart, and he's a kid at heart. Yeah. Um, but I, I think this looks like the best set out of the three so far. I definitely would agree with that, just based on what I've seen with it. So it's interesting too. A lot of people are like, "Oh, Labo's dead." You know, it didn't sell as well. But no, they're they're pushing it. They're keeping Labo alive. Yeah, buy our kits of cardboard in our game for. <laughs> hey, you know what? The the reception has been pretty positive. Yeah, I definitely agree. That's I've haven't heard anything super negative about it so i mean they've almost sold me on it so <sighs> gotta join uh, that you know there's a lot of people on it and you know what that's that's important well it's interesting to see what they do i hope the you know people aren't as negative on it hopefully it, it helps bring stocks up because nah the whole situation is weird i guess we'll see <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to add, Greg? No, I think that about covers it for today. All right. Again, thank you, everybody, for listening. I know this is a, a weird, really weird podcast uh, episode just because of everything going around uh, and, and life throwing a lot of lemons. Um, but, again, we're happy to be here. Uh, please remember to go to NintendoFuse.com. Check out our YouTube page and uh, subscribe and hit that bell for more content. Our Facebook, Twitter, all that has some great content on it. So please, we love the support, and we love hearing from you. Again, the email address is podcast at nintendofuse.com. Um, we'd love to hear your questions, your comments, anything you want to send us. Um, Greg, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thanks for having me. Hope everything's going all right by you in Tennessee over there. So. Uh, I'm holding in. And uh, thank you to all our wonderful people in the chat. Um, Gamerboy0100, Super Coleco. Um, you know, thank you guys for, uh, oh, is that, uh, thank you for joining. Um, we, uh, we do appreciate it. And we will see you guys next time. Have a good one. See ya.